0: talk nova podcast i am alish i'm also known as the nova coach and i'm joined here by a repeat guest from our episode four miss ashley johnson hi who you may have remembered shared her journey of moving from the usa to abu dhabi as an expat and we had a great episode of laughs Mm -hmm. in that one and today I want to share how I've come about having Ashley here so Ashley and I'm going to put a link into the podcast notes for you to see this so Ashley recently did a photo shoot with our good friend Luke Scheller I will link his Instagram in the show notes also and Well, no, you had done it May, wasn't it? May. May. Mm -hmm. And Luke today had just done a post of those shoots on his Instagram um, story, Instagram feed. Feed. mm -hmm. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, this queen like Mm -hmm. oozed confidence beauty everything like you are absolutely beautiful as you are Thank you. but I feel like it completely magnified your beauty <laughs> the way he captured you in and you you were so like empowered and you owned your like sexiness and sassiness and just over overall beauty And I remember thinking, I was like, oh, my God, I have to say this to Ashley. And because we both worked together, I said it to you at the end of the day. I was like, oh, my God, girl. I said, your photos with Luke were amazing. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And then we spoke about it a second time as we were going home. And I was like, oh, I'm just about to go record a podcast. Would you be interested in actually me interviewing you about this? topic of confidence Mm -hmm. because we were talking a lot about it by the car Mm -hmm. and then you just so happened to be free I'm free and (laughs) we're here right now in my apartment (laughs) and we're about to talk all about body confidence so Mm -hmm. with that said please please before you listen to the rest of this interview with Ashley I would love you to click into my bio and look at the photos just to create context to see what absolutely blew me away and I was like oh my god I need some of this energy I need some of this confidence I need this like I know why you want to call it je ne sais quoi I want Ah, this in my life (laughs) please press pause right now on the podcast episode click into my show notes please please whatever you do just open the link have a look at the photos she's an absolute beauty and then come back and then you already know why astronaut Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, Ashley, that was such a long intro. I'm so sorry. but you're welcome. Thank for you. For the second time, you're the first person who's had a second interview.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> thank you.
0: <laughs> so, I'm Ashley, honored. tell me about your journey with body confidence. So, I suppose we could begin with what is body confidence to you? Oh,
1: well, um, it's been a long journey. Like, so... It started okay. So, just to give you a little backstory, like I am very tall, I am uh five feet 11 inches or uh 180 centimeters. Um, and I've been this tall since I was 13. So, you know, if you could only imagine, yeah, like some people are like, Oh, you're so tall, you should model. And you would think, Yeah, like you know, be a model, but my body, I never, I didn't have the body, but I had the height, but I didn't have the body for it, right? So, um it was difficult growing up being that tall. Like, you know, I was in grade eight and I am like, I shot up like overnight and it was just the body, the, the feet, everything was just like huge. <laughs> and it was hard because like, you know, my peers had, were not as tall as I am. So I'm like this you know, like freak of nature, if you will, because everyone else is still like relatively short. Um, you know, and I've hit this growth spurt and I'm like alone. Like I remember at our eighth grade dance, I was the tallest girl at the dance. And I was just like looking over everyone's heads (laughs) on these like little heels that my mom had got me. And I just felt so uncomfortable because I was so much taller than everybody else. Um, so that was that, um, going through, School, grade school was hard. You know, I was always taller than a lot of guys. Um, college. But I had to realize one day, I was like, this is not going away. Like, you are you can't change your height. You can change your weight, but you can't change your height. And, you know, I realized I, my feet are not going to get any smaller. I'm not going to get any shorter. Um, and I had to start learning how to own it. But at first, I didn't really know how to do that. But it took time, you know. Mm-hmm. So, that was growing up. And then as time has gone on, like I started to realize that, you know, this is something I'm going to start liking about myself. Because you know how people talk about loving yourself? Um, I didn't know what that meant growing up. And I'm like, okay, so does that mean I'm okay with the fact that my feet are so large? Or is that okay? I'm okay with the fact that I'm taller than most of the average girls um, around me. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to completely like it, but you just accept it, you Mm -hmm. know, um, which plays into confidence to me because when it comes to confidence about your body, about your abilities, it's all in your head. You know what I mean? Like, um, as I was telling you when we were outside of the school, I'm like, no one will know that you feel this way unless you tell them, like you can completely turn it on. And like you, you were like, you're so confident. I can't believe this. is Amazing. And I'm just like, well, I had to, like, tell myself, no one knows that you feel not confident, but you can turn it on in this in this moment and just do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but it doesn't, it's one of those things, especially in a photo, you would never know, like, with someone's feeling on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a journey, and there's been a lot of events that have led up to getting there outside of growing up this way, um, but... There's been some other things that have happened before then. Like, on, share. you want me to share? Okay, <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> okay so,
1: all okay. right. So, like I was saying. I'm I, not looking at you, and I'm like, yeah. I thought you were going to say, like, like what? No. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't want to interrupt your flow. No, 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 no. go, go. Okay, so, you know. Again, like going back to the whole concept of like loving yourself, mm-hmm. it's accepting yourself. I didn't really know what that meant growing up. I did, I, but I've been searching for that answer. Like, what does it mean to love yourself? Um, and you know, that's when it came to me. It's accepting who you are for what you are. So, uh, just to give you a context of the the confidence that I was exuding in my photos is when I turned thirty five. I went to Paris for my birthday. And I was just like, okay, this is gonna be the confidence year. Like I made like it was like an intentional thing. So I hired a photographer. Um, and I um had them take my photos like for a birthday shoot, if you will. And I remember telling myself, you are going to act as if, you know, this is natural for you. And it was a mind thing, it was totally mental. It was all mental. And um, like it was hard. It was very difficult. But I, that's when I told myself, I said, no one knows that you feel like this except for yourself. The insecurity is louder in your head than it is to other people mm-hmm. because it's it's only in your head. You know what I mean? Like the the girls, it was a, a team of two girls that did the, sh- the photo shoot. And of course they were like, you know, gassing me up. They were like, they're so excited. And I'm just like, you know, it's up to you to bring it. And like I said, it was hard. It wasn't easy. It, I did not feel, I mean, it was not something where I felt completely like, okay, yeah, you nailed this. Now, Luke's photo shoot, what,
0: two years later. So t- tell us about the transition okay. from the Paris photo shoot to the Luke. Um. So when I got those photos back, this
1: is another thing that's mental. Of Paris. Yes. Right. Um, I Sometimes, and, I, and I'm sure a lot of people do this, tend to, tend to do this. I had the tendency to like almost, I was kind of disappointed with the photos when I got them back because you know how like the camera adds 10 pounds and I'm looking at the pictures and I'm just like, like I had on like this white, like creamish type of sweater and obviously white cream kind of like makes you look bigger than you are. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's not slimmy like black. Right. So one outfit was, um, Like a whitish cream sweater with jeans. And the other outfit was like a darker color. So I felt like I looked smaller in the other pictures with that outfit on. But, you know, I was like, own it. Like, it's done. And and I also had to tell myself, like, this is the youngest that your body will ever be. So you know how, like, you look back at pictures from when you were, like, in high school. And you're like, man, I looked amazing. But you remember what you used to think about yourself.
0: I added this into one of my lessons I learned yeah? in my um lessons learned in my 20s in my mm-hmm. podcast to just two weeks ago i added that in that, really yeah that when you're taking a photo right now mm-hmm. you feel like you look like a beach whale mm-hmm. but then when you look back in it let's mm-hmm. say fast forward 10 years and you're mm-hmm. like oh my god I wasn't a beach whale at all i looked unreal. It's yeah. amazing yeah. yeah isn't it uh, it's yeah it's fascinating how we look back then at mm-hmm. photos 10 years ago and we're like Oh my god, I was so insecure in that moment yeah. and I didn't know how good I looked. Exactly. I know. It's it's just ugh, it's so sad.
1: Oh, you think about how like your body has changed over the past 10 years and and you look back at these pictures and you're like, I wish I still looked like that, but I didn't appreciate yeah. the way I looked when I looked like that. I was so busy pe- like tearing yourself apart like every little detail. Oh, this is too big. This is this. This is that. This is that. And, you know, I had to tell myself, I'm like, no, you're not going to criticize these photos because in my mind, I think they took like a hundred pictures and I may have been able to get, for my satisfaction, maybe 10, maybe, maybe seven. (laughs) I don't know. It was, I struggled with trying to find pictures because you're so like overly critical of yourself. Like, oh, this smile isn't good enough. Or, you know, oh, look at the way my body is shaped here. And this is this. I mean, you just nitpick at every mm-hmm. little thing. So, you know, I was like, okay, you did it. You know, these are nice photos. I added them to my Instagram, you know, people like, them. Um, mm. you know, oh, this is they nice. Were amazing. nice. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, from there I was just like, it just keeps ringing in my head. Like the insecurity is louder in your head than it is to anybody else. And if you own Whatever it is that you're insecure about. Who else
0: would know you're insecure about it? So so tell me then about the that point from those photos to Luke's photo shoot. Okay. All right. So um,
1: let me see. So when we're talking about body confidence, right? Like mm-hmm. you said, what does that mean to you in the beginning? I think it's about accepting your body as it is right now. And if you can't accept it, change it. You know, like, I mean, because that's the good thing about like bodies for the most part, you can alter certain things with work. Obviously, you can work as in hard work, like you put in the work or you could get work done if you want. But everything here is natural. So, um, you know, I, I realize like you accept this body as it is, because I know there will be a time when I will look back on these days and wish I still had my body like that. Um, so let me see. Um just building up my mentality about it. Um, so in 2020, uh, we were in quarantine. So it had been about three months in quarantine. And then things were starting to lift. And we were able to like get out the house and you know go to restaurants again. And I was going on a date with this guy. It was my first date after everything lifted. And nothing fit. So I go in my closet. And I'm just like, okay, like... Let me find some things. Everything to me at that moment just felt like it didn't It didn't fit. It didn't fit properly. I mean, which made sense. I gained weight because I had been sitting at home just eating on the couch like a lot of people. Right? Remember we all doing that? Yeah. <laughs> all mm-hmm. right. So then um, I finally, I had to talk myself off this ledge of like, no, you are going to find something that fits and you are going to tap into some confidence of, this the This is the best outfit that this man has ever seen, and you're you're going to believe that that's what's happening here, <laughs> and no one can tell you otherwise and it was completely a puff up for myself, you know, and I was listening to um conversations in the dark by uh, John Legend as I was getting dressed, and I remembered. Um, a girl I went to college with, who she is very confident about, like her clothes and her style, and some of the stuff she wears, I'm just like, what is this? But in, but she exudes this. Confidence of like this is the best Thing that you have ever seen but it's not like She's delusional it's like you can tell She is owning this individuality She's owning the body that she Has so I had all this going Through my mind because it was either that or The shutdown of you're blood you look Terrible nothing fits you gained All this weight you've been in quarantine And which side is The best side to choose Mm -hmm. You know like I'm still going on this date I'm not going to cancel it you know so I was like Let's choose this side Where this is the best outfit he's ever seen. I'm gonna be the most beautiful woman he's ever gone out
0: with. You know, so queen. You can't tell me otherwise. Yes.
1: And, you know, another thing to learn about that is, you know, growing up, you were taught to be humble and not to think too much of yourself. Or, you know, I think we've discussed this before like when a girl would be like, she thinks she's cute.
0: Haven't we talked about that before? Yeah! Did we talk about it in the first podcast? No,
1: no, I don't think it was the first podcast. We've talked about it in in conversations, like about when we've had a million conversations.
0: Oh, yeah, when she loves herself.
1: Yeah, when she loves herself. So it's it's an
0: insult in Ireland when they say she loves herself. Exactly. Which is awful because I think it's probably the only country in the world where such a beautiful sentence is an insult. Like, no, it, it's
1: it's other variations around the world. Like yeah. back home, you're like she thinks she cute. All right, right. You know what I mean? Like we growing up, it's like uh uh-uh, uh, she thinks she cute, and it's like should she not? You know? know, so you 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 have these years of layers of of no, don't think too much of yourself. You know, don't be too haughty out here. You know, you need to be humble as opposed to realizing no it's not about thinking too much of yourself. Sometimes you need to think too much of yourself because it's either that or this. Sometimes it's just self-destruction of I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. And that is taking you nowhere. It's not even cute. It's unattractive. Mm-hmm. And it also like the the energy you put out when you're thinking those thoughts is like frumpy dumpy It's draining as well. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Have you ever like okay um like in uni right you know you might be going out with your girls and you you go to the house everybody's getting ready to like go out and you have that one friend that's sitting in the corner talking about how nothing fits and she doesn't like her body it's like girl you're a bus kill right like you know you're just like stop it (laughs) you know as opposed to choosing to see yourself as i'm good enough as is and that's that takes years that takes work like i mean 10 years ago, I probably would have just been like, I'm not, and I just can't, and I just, I I don't know, I don't have anything to wear, and would have just carried that energy through, like, would have just been holding on to it, and it would have probably come out in that interaction with with this man, so anyway, um, you know, going from that to, Pumping yourself up. I went on the date and I was just like, you know what? Okay. I also did this another time. I was going out, I think it was for my birthday. So it was before, even before quarantine. So maybe I was already at this weight. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday is in February, and this was before lockdown. And I remember I was trying to find something to wear, and I had a, I was like, calm down. Something's going to come together. Yeah. something will fit, but I had to talk myself down because if not it would have been this it's my birthday I don't have anything to wear and I pulled something together and it looked very nice and you couldn't have told me that it wasn't a hit you know but I had to mental I had to talk myself through that because if not it would have just been the disaster. <laughs> it would have been a disaster. But again, no one would have known when I showed up at that birthday party, when I showed up on that date, you would not have known that she just had this internal struggle in her head before she got here. You know what I mean? Like, um, and that's the, the thing about your confidence. It's it's what you choose to exude and to let out, you know.
0: And what you're giving the power to. Yes. Like, are you giving the fear the power? Yes. Or are you giving love the power? Exactly. Because those are the two main emotions in life, fear and love.
1: And that's what you're yeah. dealing with here. Do you love yourself? Are you accepting yourself as is? You know, or are you going to cut yourself down and, and, you know, go in on yourself and then end up feeling really bad because mm. we can be our own worst critics, of course, right? Oh, my God, yeah. I mean, let alone, not. this is not even about someone else tearing you down. The things you come up with about yourself can be so cutting. So, um, anyway, to go from there, it's, it's just walking you through the process of the different things that I've had to talk to myself about. Mm. Um And with the insecurity piece, when I finally got that, that I was like, this is louder to you than it is to anybody else. Silence it, you know. And so when I did this shoot with Luke, so my birthday is in February and I did this shoot in May. And (laughs) Erin gave me the um, voucher. Like, you know, she was just like, I'm gifting you a photo shoot for your birthday with Luke. And I was like, oh, great. Okay. And so when she gave it to me, I was just like, okay. Got to get myself ready for this. And she, I remember she asked me, she was like, when are you going to book the photo shoot with Luke? And I was just like, oh, I'm not quite ready yet (laughs) because I wanted to, like, you know, hit a few more gym sessions. And I wanted to, like, make it proper. Like, I wanted to have my hair straight and I wanted to, um, like, get my nails done and stuff like that. And that was just so that, I mean, when you look good, you feel good. Yes, yes, You know, like, some people will show up to a photo shoot like they're going to the day at the office.
0: But then I also think the opposite. When you feel good, you look good. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's the I agree energy that the, you're exuding. I, I agree with it both sides. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think when, when, when you look good, you feel good. But when you feel good, you look good as well. It's, it's, it's very hand yeah, in hand. Absolutely. So I suppose you preparing and pampering yourself beforehand mm-hmm. is helping you feel
1: good. Yeah.
0: In order for you to look good because man, those photos look good.
1: Well, you know what too? Like, I also, like up up to the shoot, like I was not, I, was, I always had the green. No, I didn't. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I didn't. I had... I remember speaking to you before. You had ordered um clothes. I did. I ordered some stuff. Yeah. And I can't remember what outfit. It was another outfit I was gonna wear and I could not um I was just like, I don't know. I was thinking about maybe some white jeans and like a bodysuit. That's what it was. I was going to wear like some white jeans and like this nude color bodysuit, but I didn't really like the way it fit. And then, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, try to do something that's like flowy. Like I wanted like something that was like a flowy type of pants. And, you know, I don't know. It was just, I was like, okay, maybe this will work. And so then I decided on the green, like it's, it's not a dress. It's like pants. I mean, it's, it's not because it slits all the way up to the waist. It,
0: it's, uh, um, what do we call it back home? Oh, my God. A jumpsuit.
1: Yeah, a jumpsuit. Yeah. With,
0: but the legs have a huge, like very high, high slits. slits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. So I chose that at the last minute. And I
0: was like,
1: yes, this this is it. I was mm. like, because this is going to blow in the wind. This is going to be the flow that I'm looking for. <laughs> so I chose that. And then I had the pants, the black pants. And then Aaron let me borrow the white um, kimono to go with that so you know i was like okay cool so we get out there and also this is now may mm-hmm. and this is the uae mm-hmm. <laughs> so i was nervous i was so nervous because i was like you are playing with fire to go out here literally. to literally <laughs> to do a photo shoot in may and not just may it was like may 27th when we did this was so it was the end of may oh
0: my god because so like, in the, the desert
1: the <laughs> i was like you're humidity (laughs) i was nervous because i was like you are playing games okay you should have done this back in the winter quote unquote our winter Mm -hmm. when my birthday was in february um but no no you you've decided to wait until may and now you're gonna have to fight with the elements (laughs) So, so you know i get out there and i felt really good in the green jumpsuit um And I was just like, "It's go time!" Like I was really feeling myself. I got my hair straightened. I did my own makeup. um, I got my nails done. And I was just like, "Yeah!" So we get out there, and Aaron's got the music going. I think we played like a Beyonce radio. Mm -hmm. Can't go wrong, Beyonce. No, we can't. (laughs) Um, And I just told myself, like, "Work it, work this!" Like I had. I I told him I wanted to do um, a shot, some shots on the road. So you know, like th- those were the ones where I'm like on the street. They're and,
0: incredible.
1: Yeah, I was like, I had this vision of taking some on the road. Like, and as I was out there, I was like, in my mind, I was just like, you know, I was listening to the music. I just kind of like just channeled this, like, I'm, like again, nobody knows you feel this way unless you do it. Like, you know, when you're just like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I don't want to. Eh. Nobody knows that you feel that that's coming out of you Mm. when you express it. But I was like, if I stand there and say I'm the most beautiful woman in this desert, (laughs) or I'm the most beautiful woman in this country, or whatever, who can tell me I'm not Mm. if I say that I am? Very good. Who? Where? (laughs) You know, like, who can tell you you're not if you say that you are? And that's. It's, 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 it's not objective. It's subjective. It's mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. And when you know that, like, I can own this for myself. I don't need someone else's approval to tell me, yeah,
0: girl, you're hot. You're sizzling. This is nice. If I say I am, then I am. Then you are. Yes. Yes. But I, now, even without those photo shoots, mm-hmm. I, I do believe you are a truly beautiful person mm. inside and out. You are. You. you are stunning. But when I looked at those photos... I could see you were tapping into that inner confidence, that inner queen, mm-hmm. and you were really embodying it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I was looking at it and I was like, I need some of this. Yeah. I was like, I need to talk to Ashley. <laughs> I need some of this confidence. Because, like, mm-hmm. on it, but it was so, like, as another woman looking at it, I felt so empowered. Mm-hmm. I felt like, okay. It's possible to Mm -hmm. feel that way in a photo shoot. It's possible to work it that way. Mm -hmm. And to actually feel like I am beautiful. Mm -hmm. I am sassy. I am sexy. Mm -hmm. I am amazing. But like seeing you do it in front of the camera, it made me like, I I felt inspired.
1: Thank you. Wow. wow. It was
0: so inspiring because we live in a world Mm -hmm. where social media like I, I mentioned it a couple of times in previous episodes, like it breeds on women's insecurities. Oh, of course. Like, and, and that's how the beauty industry works. Mm-hmm. Because of women's insecurities, it is a thriving business, mm-hmm. a thriving industry. Yeah. And if women boycotted it mm-hmm. and just thought, I don't need no makeup, I don't need my hair done, I don't need fake tan, I mm-hmm. don't need mascara, I don't need the nails done, I am as I am beautiful,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like the industry would be on its knees. Yeah. So when we're in... This, I suppose, I think the era we're in is getting better mm-hmm. at, it, how can I say, building women's self-esteem and confidence and talking more about flaws and like em- empowering people about their flaws.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But to see you in those photos, honestly, was just like, oh, mm-hmm.
1: gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. You know, as I'm listening to you say that, I will say this. Because remember earlier, we were talking about like, oh, you know, have you used those photos like on a dating app or something like that? And I'm like, yeah. I'm say you're like no, I have not. And the reason why, they're nice pictures, but I don't look like that every day. Yes. You know what I mean? So I'm very mindful of the fact that this is not what you're going to get on a regular <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> this was for the photo shoot. <laughs> And I don't want, and here's another thing too, like even for that photo shoot, like, okay, I I usually wear my hair curly. I don't wear it straight because it's too hot here to wear it straight every day. Right. Um, and it's a lot of maintenance for that, but for that photo shoot, it was straight. Right. I feel, I feel beautiful with curly hair, but I feel beautiful with straight hair too. You know? Um, but it's all my hair at that, you know, I don't have a weave or anything, but even if I did, like, if that's what you want to do for yourself, you know, do it for you. Like. And so as I'm hearing you say, you don't need makeup, you don't need this, and I was thinking to myself, but sometimes a little bit of whatever it is, whatever it takes, you have to find out what is it that makes you feel your best. You know what I mean? So it may be your clothes, like the type of clothes that you're wearing. It might be getting your hair done, whether it's a straightening or you know a trim or a color, whatever it is that you want, I think as women we have to own what makes me feel good not what make what other people will find beautiful in me you know mm, that's very good yeah I, I, yeah and so that's why I'm like like I, I remember I was talking to this one guy and he said he said I had I had on like red lipstick right and we were eating so I went to go wipe my mouth and you know with the red lipstick you know like did I get it all off or is it still there is the lip liner on am I looking like the joker right now <laughs> so, so I asked him I was like is my lipstick like on or off? Like what's happening here? And he basically was like, you know, I don't need all, all this. I was like, all what? (laughs) He was like makeup, you know, like I don't need a woman to have on. Um, He was like, I don't need the lashes. And I did not have on lashes at this time. Um, He was like, you know, I don't need the lashes. I don't need the nails done. I don't need the mascara. I don't need the, the weaves. I said, oh, okay, that's fine. But guess what? For me? Sometimes I want to put on a little mascara. I want to put on a little red lip. Okay. Sometimes I want to put on, I want to get my hair straightened or I want to get my nails done, but it's always going to be for me. It's going to be for something that when I look at myself, I'm like, okay, yes. (laughs) As opposed to doing it because somebody else says, this is what's beautiful, you know? And I think that as long as you're doing it for you, um, and you feel good, then that also helps with your confidence you know what I mean like now some women I don't know what that's like to feel like you have to go the extra mile with like pounds and pounds of makeup and pounds and pounds of things that are fake you know to enhance your beauty but um I think it's you know it's one of those to each there is it (laughs) to
0: each to their own to each their
1: own yeah like I'm like you know whatever makes you feel good go for that you know what I mean like
0: You're okay. I'm going to be honest. You're actually making me rethink what I had said about Mm. boycotting the system. So maybe I'm wrong. I think it's it's. I think it's where you have to do it for for yourself, Mm. and and that's a different type
1: of motivation, right? You know what I mean? Like, okay, for example, you know, there's like some women that would never leave their house without makeup on, and not because it's for them, but it's this insecurity of I'm not beautiful enough. Like, I don't wear makeup to work. This is my face at work <laughs> Sunday through Thursday, right? Um, the, the extent of makeup for work now is mascara. And that's on Thursdays because I didn't go to the gym in the morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Sunday through Wednesday when I'm leaving from the gym to come to work, it's hair and a ball, you know, fresh face, like no makeup. And that's fine. Like, but, and I, I don't have a problem leaving my house without makeup on. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I hope nobody sees me. I'm hideous, but some women, if, if that's your motivation where you are not doing this from a place of I feel good about myself. Like when I on Thursdays when i when I stay home and I leave from home to go to work, I, you know, do a whole thing with my hair. Like, you know what I mean? I, I will put on mascara. It's about all the makeup because you know, you're wearing the mask all day, so you don't need mm-hmm. lipstick on. But Thursday, like I even wear earrings on Thursday <laughs> because I don't wear them during the week because I'm coming from the gym and and it's, it's a subtle, simple thing. But for me, it's like, oh, hair flip before I walk out the door. And I'm like, okay. You know, like, that that is something that I enjoy for me. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that I'm, like, waiting for to give me a compliment. Like, you know, like, you got to compliment yourself.
0: Can I say thank yes. you for allowing me to actually explore this with you further? Because mm-hmm. you're actually changing my opinion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And what I had said previously. So thank you for that. Because I'm learning from you. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. It really is. Because you're, honestly, you're changing what I, you're, my my opinion right now is changing Mm -hmm. as I'm listening to you and I'm agreeing with you Mm -hmm. that we do it for ourselves. Exactly. For example, dyeing your
1: hair. Okay. Like, my hair is starting to gray in the front. You know, like, that's fine. If I dye my hair, it's because I want to dye it. Not because the grays are now like, oh my gosh, my hair is turning gray you know, and mm-hmm. I've got to dye my hair or else, you know, like, um, and so if it was dyed, it will be because that's something I wanted to do. Not because, I mean, and for now, I mean, I don't feel like I have a lot, but there have been people who have noticed my gray hairs. Like, you know, when you work with kids, they're honest,
0: they
1: are. <laughs> you know, and they'll say, Oh miss, your hair is turning really white. And I'm like, thanks for noticing. But, you know, I don't feel like I need to dye my hair or else I'm not beautiful. You know what I mean? But for somebody else, maybe they do. Maybe it like going to get their hair dyed, going to get it cut, going to get it curled by a professional makes them walk out that salon like they're feeling like a million bucks. You know, so what is it about the, in your routine that you do that makes you feel like you can't stop me? I'm unstoppable. This is This is making me come alive for you.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: And if there's ever a time where you feel like you're doing it for something outside of you, that's when you know you're, you need to stop. You need to check back in with yourself. Yes, so it's
0: the external versus internal mm-hmm. validation. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think that for everything we do, when you do it from a place of internal, it'll last longer.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: Oh, without a doubt intrinsic motivation yes it'll int- last exactly. so much longer yes
0: because you're doing it because you want to yes because if, if it's for an external motivation or validation that mm-hmm. that runs out oh of course it does yes yeah, yeah. it, yeah. it gets old Mm-hmm.
1: because that's it didn't become subjective what somebody else's opinion is mm-hmm. what they think as opposed to no this is what I like, you know, and that that took a long time for me to get there. Like another part of my, like my personality um, has been growing up. It was very like silly and very like, you know, class clown type of person was kind of, you know, my vibe growing up. (laughs) So um, like when I was growing up, people would say like when it came to dating, like, oh, you need to tune that. You need to tone that down. Like you need to stop with all the jokes because, you know, no man is going to find that attractive. And I struggled with that, you know, so it's like you're tall, you're goofy, you're silly. And I, I mean, like all of this negative feedback from other people. And I had to like when I finally, you know, what it was a turning point for me with my, my personality with that. As I said, I realized there was came a point in my life where I said, some people absolutely love you. Your energy is a joy to be around. And some people can't stand it. It's annoying to them. It's overwhelm overwhelming, like you're doing the most all the time. But I said, but look at how much joy it brings some people. This is who you are. I used to set a New Year's resolution every year. I'm not going to talk a lot.
0: No, you're not. Keep going. I was no, a I no, no,
1: no. That's what, that was, was the New I Year's said, resolution.
0: I thought you said you no no no. no, no, no. The resolution
1: was, don't talk. Don't tell jokes. No. I used this. And then January 3rd, I'm, ta- I'm talking a storm. <laughs> I'm telling
0: all the jokes.
1: <laughs> Man, you know, let me be honest. January 2nd. The 1st. <laughs> I never could get there because that was me. This is yeah, me. yeah. You know, to be this. And, and, of course, I had to learn how to tune it down. Like, it's a time and a place for it. You know what I mean? I had to realize, okay, like, it might not be appropriate to be busting out jokes in the middle of a staff meeting or, you know, or in the middle of class. Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is you. And this is something that brings a lot of people joy. And it's it's who you are. So it's like, and then you feel good when you can be authentically you. When you don't have to change who you are, when you don't have to feel like you have to dim your light because somebody else was like, this is never going to work, mm-hmm. you know, you need to. And it's like, but some people, you got to be careful with, with letting people define who you should be, and that's why it's so important to do it for yourself, oh you know. God, you're speaking so
0: much truth. Yes. Uh, honestly, like what you just said, repeat that line be so careful about who you you have to be careful
1: who you allow to tell you who you should be or what you shouldn't be especially when you know i i can't be anybody but this this is me Mm. like i'm telling you ailish every year i was like okay no more talking (laughs) no more jokes like i because i was the you know i talked all the time i mean it was inappropriate in the middle of class. Like, I mean, your teacher my teachers probably are like, Oh <laughs> All my report card comments talks too much. Okay, what? that's me. But I had to realize I'm like, you're trying to change who you are, but it's not going away. It's it keeps coming back because that's you, you know, and I, I definitely had to learn how to tune it to appropriate time and place because I had to realize, you know, and that came with maturity, you know what I mean? With like, it's not appropriate for you to do this. You can still be who you are, but you don't have to do it all the time when you know this is not the time for that, okay? But it doesn't mean you're changing yourself to have some type of, um, you know, self-control over your mouth and over the things that come out of your mouth (laughs) while you're in a certain setting. But um, that was another part of that self-acceptance and when you accept yourself, it's, it changes who you, what kind of energy you put out into the world. Mm. Because I'm not looking for you to validate me. Because I've already done it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I've already stamped, given myself the stamp of approval that this is okay. And, you know, nobody else can take that away from me, you know? But I have to get there for me. And that takes time. That takes conscious effort. Like I said, all these conversations I'm having with myself where I'm like, get out there. And even with the photo shoot, like I was just like, it was a lot of very sexy faces, sexy poses. I mean, not too risque in regards to like, like, I felt like they were classy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought they were. Yeah. Get the body right. But in my mind, I was just like, act as if this is comfortable for you. Act as if this is nothing for you to do this, you know, like, and... And then you have to silence that noise. Who are you to be sexy on this sand out here? Who are you? You know what I mean, like. And it's like just that Marianne Williamson um, poem about our deepest fear is not that we're in an, we're inadequate. You know it? No. Oh, It's such a great poem.
0: Can you can you read it? Twice? Yeah, yeah. Please, um, I've never heard of her.
1: Oh yeah. So it's it's so it was from a, a really famous movie. Um, but it's amazing. Um, hold on, a minute, I'll read it to you.
0: Please.
1: Okay, so it's Marianne Williamson. Marianne Williamson. And she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? And then it goes on about how you playing as small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. And this poem is like, like the, my favorite part is we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, sexy, amazing, flawless, whatever, insert adjective here. Mm. But actually, who are you not to be? You know, be aware of your body. That's another thing. When you're taking photos, like, be aware of your body. One thing that I had to start getting better with is, have you ever seen a picture of yourself where you're not in the focus of the photo, but you're, like, in the background? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I always see myself in the background. My posture's all slouched over. I got this weird look on my face, like, facial expression. So I had to say, basically, like, get your, get yourself in a stance for as if, if you were in the background of the photo, how are you looking? What are you giving off? Mm -hmm. You don't know you're in the picture because you're not the focus of the photo. But when you see yourself in the background, what are you looking like? And usually for me, it's my posture that's always like I had to get more aware of that, of what is your posture looking like. So when I was taking these pictures, I was very mindful of my body where I was like, okay, you know, shoulders straight, um, shoulders back, head up, like elongate the neck. It's a joke I always make with Jim about elongating the neck elongate your neck you know like put your shoulders down and back and you know like hold your head up high and it's it that's a but that's a power stance you know what I mean yeah it is yeah how could you not feel confident when you have your head up high your back you got your shoulders back and how do you not feel amazing how do you not feel powerful I know you feel good. It's just like when you stand in the mirror with the powers. You know, have you yeah, heard about that? I have, yes. Yeah. So it increases people's yes. um, confidence, confidence in themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. People do it before going into interviews exactly. or speaking events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hands on hips. Mm-hmm. Chest out. Head up. Shoulders back. Yeah.
1: How could you not feel good when you do yeah. that? Just like, how can you not feel joy when you're smiling? Yes. You know, I like. I joy right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it, and that's the thing. Like when you know, what is it that it takes for me to feel this way it's I mean and it's like I just had to keep telling myself nobody knows that you think who am I to be out here laid out on this sand like this Mm -hmm. it's like no and you know what else I've been doing too is um you know how sometimes you might take a picture of yourself in public like a selfie and you know somebody's looking like at the gym you know gym selfies that's a good way to practice on the low on the low key because in this generation this day and age Everyone knows when you're taking a picture in the mirror at the gym, everyone knows what you're doing with these pictures. Where are they going?
0: To your Instagram story? Of course they are. (laughs) I was actually afraid I was going to say the wrong answer. No, that's that's it. Like when you see people in the gym taking photos
1: of themselves, you know where they're going with these pictures. Mm -hmm. They're going to their Instagram or some form of social media, right? So it's like everybody knows what you're doing. So why not give the people what they want? No one knows in your
0: head, you're like, oh my gosh, I hope nobody can see me. Because do you ever cringe? Do you ever take pictures of yourself in the mirror, in public? I have taken gym pics in the mirror, but I've also tried to,
1: to be... do it in the locker
0: room? No, no, no. No. <laughs> okay. I've tried We're to good. be strategic <laughs> where there's like less and less people around mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And then when people are doing their thing, I'm just like, they're mid-set and I'm like, okay, they don't notice what I'm doing. So I like, mm-hmm. no. No. I'm sure people notice. Of course, but I would. I have taken pictures in the mirror at the gym, but I've always tried to be strategic because I felt so ridiculous taking it in the first place. But no one knows. Knows. No one knows Knows. that you feel ridiculous. Yeah, that's a good one. Try it
1: the next time you go to the gym or somewhere. Take a picture of it. I dare you. Just do it and think. Think about the thoughts that's going through your mind and how no one knows. That you feel this way, except for you. You're the only one. It's a good one, yeah. You're the only one. Because it's not like you're standing there out loud. Hey, everybody, I feel real ridiculous that I'm taking this picture of myself (laughs) right here in the gym. Can you see that I'm taking this selfie? I feel ridiculous. (laughs) No, you're... you're, Like, you take your picture and no... I mean, like, I've seen women taking pictures of themselves like in the locker room, right? Like, you know, and, and I'm like... I know what they're doing. And I see them and I'm like, okay, girl, better. Go ahead. But you know, like, and they're trying to be on the sneak or something, or sometimes they take them and they're like quite out with it. Like, you know, they're not trying to hide the fact that they're taking gym selfies. But again, I don't know what they're thinking. I might be thinking that she doesn't even care that I'm standing there looking like, like, Oh, because you know, sometimes someone's taking a picture and you don't want to walk through while they're doing it. Right. Yeah. So you're standing there waiting for them to get the shot. <laughs> I don't know what she's thinking. She could be thinking, oh my gosh, this is so cringe. She's
0: watching it. She me.
1: Or she could be thinking, you're going to wait because I'm going to get this shot. Yeah. And then you're going to walk through. Who knows what she's thinking? I love us. And the picture won't say it. Exactly.
0: Yes. The picture. Exactly. The picture will not say what was no. going through your mind Mm-mm. at that point. Yeah, very true. Try very it. true. So Ashley, to... To wrap this up, are there any other pointers you'd like to share that maybe haven't touched on? No, I just take it back
1: to just do it for you. Like, you know, own who you are. Mm-hmm. And if you if you haven't gotten to that point yet, yeah, just keep working on it. Keep being mentally aware of it and keep, you know, keep focusing on like, you know, what it is about yourself that you if you can't change it, how can you learn to accept it?
0: And would you agree with the phrase fake it till you make it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I I would too. Yeah.
1: Because think about it like this. If okay, have you ever listened to interviews of uh famous people or Mm -hmm. and I always say famous people like um entertainers or things like that because those are the interviews that we see. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure there's people everywhere doing interviews, but you know, if it's not somebody you know to look up, you you don't know what's happening. But listen to the, the commonality. Even they sometimes are like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm yeah. so
0: nervous. Like, you know, and you're like, you were nervous? Even listening to um, Adele's yes. most recent interview with Zayn Lowe on Apple Music. Okay. And it was on YouTube and I shared on my Instagram story of the weekend. And like listening to her worrying about what the world would think of her mm-hmm. music because it was her most vulnerable record mm-hmm. put mm-hmm. out to date and I'm listening to her and I'm like oh my god like even she dealt with herself exactly. and it's like it's gold what yes. she has created yes. everyone is just absolutely in awe we couldn't wait we couldn't wait I was like Oh, when is it coming out? It was like morning that on the
1: nineteenth for us, but it hadn't quite gotten to midnight on the east coast in the U.S., so the album had not come out on Spotify yet, and uh, I was just like, "Oh, okay. I'm gonna come back later," you know? Right, what I'm right, 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 right. But yeah, like just look at if you listen to multiple people that are doing interviews, mm. they admit like I was so nervous when I did that, or you know, like I. Couldn't believe it. But it's like, then you see them and you, who knows that's what's going through their mind.
0: And also, can I build on that? Yeah. And saying that courage and confidence comes from taking action first. Yes. Yes. So there's no like, I'll wait till I'm ready Mm -hmm. when. Get out there. I'll wait till I feel ready Mm -hmm. when I'm this way of being. Mm -hmm. And it's the opposite there's no perfect time. There's yeah. no I'll be ready when. It's yeah. do it now, and the confidence and courage comes after. Exactly. Well, exactly. no, I suppose it's the courage first. The courage to do. You got to have the, the courage the to show yeah, up. Yeah. The confidence comes after. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and it's it it does come. You know what I mean? Like um, for so many things, the first time you do something, it can be scary because it's unknown. You don't just show up and and you just oh yeah, it's effortless so many people battle with this internal dialogue but only you can change it
0: exactly there's no one coming to save you Mm-mm. and i think that is hard to admit that no one's coming to do the work for Mm-mm. you it has to be done yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's a harsh reality but yeah. it's it's the sooner we realize that the quicker we get to where we want to be yeah mm. yeah absolutely absolutely that's it oh Ashley it's just been a dream having you on I love how so impromptu and spontaneous this um, recording <laughs> was mm-hmm. and thank you for gifting me your time again like honestly I, I always love chatting to you anyway because you're a very dear friend of mine and you were my fellow sporty spice at my 30th <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Kick. <laughs> oh, yeah, queen. that kick Oh my God, you had it nailed.
1: Oh my God. I don't even know if she did the kick. Like, no, she did it. She, po- she did
0: some poses. She did. <laughs> yeah. So, just oh, to man. create some context for the listeners, when I had my 30th birthday two weeks ago, we had a 90s theme. Mm. And myself and Ashley and three more of my friends, we dressed up as the five Spice Girls. And mm-hmm. I, of course, was Baby Spice. And Ashley here was Sporty Spice. Nice. Sporty, <laughs> inside joke there. Inside joke. Inside joke. But anyway, listen. Honestly, uh, sorry. Before I leave, what's your song you want to share with us? For oh, episode? you
1: know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give Conversations in the Dark by John that, Legend. Okay. Yeah. Like I mean, it's just. And and that's, you know, I, I, he was talking to his, his his woman, and he's encouraging her. But I just imagine that was me telling that to myself. Mm. You know, like, like, you were perfect, flaws and all. Like, you know, and it's like, it's just, it's really, I don't know, the chorus just did something for me. And I just was like, wow, like, no one can tell you otherwise. You ha- can say...
0: I'll link oh, the poem also in the bio notes. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. and I, that poem. Can is, you
0: remind me the name of the poem again, please?
1: Sure. It's I don't know if it's the actual name of it, but it's our deepest fear. I don't know if that's what you, you would call it. Miriam Williamson's most famous passage. Miriam
0: um, or Miriam. Marianne. Oh, Mary. Oh, Marianne. Marianne okay. Williamson. I think it's
1: just called "Our Deepest Fear." It's from a movie. And, um, wait a minute. It's from Nelson Mandela? What? <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, Yeah. Sorry. It's it Nelson looks like, Mandela. This, well, yeah. It says 1994 inaugural speech of Nelson Mandela. Interesting. It looks like she may have... Maybe she added some more to it, but... um, Yeah, it's not...
0: I share both links. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Share both. I, I mean I heard of it from as it was hers, Marianne Williamson's, but looks like it's here. It's from nineteen ninety-four. Nelson Mandela his inaugural speech.
0: Okay. hmm Very good. Well, thank you for sharing all of your wisdom and learnings about body confidence and the internal dialogue. Like honestly It makes a difference. Yeah, it does. It oh, does. Yeah. Thank welcome. you. Love you, girl. Love you too, Alice Claire. Ashley J. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, girls. Thank you, you for food. being here. Bye.